My name is Casey Kelly. My name is Sarah Ingram. <laughs> it's weird calling you Ingram. It is weird. <laughs> I like introduce you still as Pillay. I know. Because that's how I've known you since high school. That's crazy. We've known each other since high school. Yeah. People still call me Pillay too. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm excited because we are both in the yoga community and you're very passionate about it. <laughs> and I'm passionate about it. Um, and we both have very different backgrounds, but. Um, we've just come together to just kind of talk about, you know, yoga, maybe the reason why um, to have something like this, a podcast about our passion, about something we love. Um, but maybe you could just kind of introduce or like just talk about how, like, how did you get into yoga? Like, why did you take the path of yoga? Because I know you started a while back ago, right? Yeah, I um, I did yoga like at Maverick's gym mm-hmm. with my mom. She dragged me there when I was, I don't know, 16 or something. Aww. And it wasn't anything special. I just went and it was fine. Um, but I, when I really started getting into it was when um, in college, when I was in philosophy. And I love, I'd never heard of, you know, any other type of whatever, you know. So we learned about Buddhism. Got it. And fell in love with that aspect and just thought it was super interesting and kind of opened my eyes that there are like other options in the world or other cultures. And then um, I really, I didn't do much for a a few years Mm -hmm. because I was in college and probably just drunk for a few years. (laughs) (laughs) Party years. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I was going through a really hard time at some point when I lived in San Diego and my friend was going to um, Core Power Yoga. Okay, yeah, I've heard of that. Which is huge in San Diego. There are yeah. like multiple locations. Okay. And she she was telling me how much she loved it, and I told her that I would like try it with her, and it's just like the kind of a classic hot vinyasa, power vinyasa, the Baptiste lineage. Mm-hmm. And um, after that, I just was obsessed. And I don't know why, and I was kind of thinking about it before I came in, mm-hmm. Like, why? And I still remember, like, my first class, the first class there. And I don't know why. It's not like the teacher... I don't even remember the teacher. I don't yeah. I don't think they said anything profound. And really what I think it was is that I was I was finally connected to my body. For sure. Um, and shed, like, those layers. Not, like, forever, you know? <laughs> but, like, for that moment, yeah. at least, or for that hour, however long it was, I felt connected to my body. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't... And this is just in like retrospect thinking back but um at the time i couldn't have told you that i just was like that's a badass class it's, yeah you know super awesome yeah and i remember just like feeling so much cleaner and clearer and you know again i was going through a hard time so it just it was like a natural xanax yeah you know for like sure. i literally felt just like so mellowed out after that and so after that i was just like addicted so i like joined core power um, right away, and this was when I was, um, I was probably 22, okay. and so I stayed with Core Power um, for, you know, years since I was down there, wow. and then um, I moved back home in 2005, mm-hmm. and then I had a home practice. Yeah, and I remember seeing your presence on Instagram mm-hmm. really start to explode, and I was so inspired because you would do cool pictures and. I don't know. You just, they seem like you, you were really into it. And was that something that just happened naturally or were you, you know, I'm gonna. Yeah. The funny thing about that is that my, my husband, who then was my boyfriend at the time, Mm -hmm. um, lived in Louisiana. And so I lived in California, lived in Louisiana and, um, I was trying to preoccupy myself. Right. Cause he was gone all the time. (laughs) And, um, I wanted to just like, you know, I love all things like health and wellness Mm -hmm. and I had a home practice so I was like you know I'm gonna start like this Instagram and like blog and and I love to I like to talk about I'm very passionate and I love to talk about um that kind of stuff so I started that blog and um that yeah and that kind of you know did the trick it essentially kind of um 
took a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it gave me that outlet to yeah. to kind of share with people whether they like, you know, they could choose. I'm not like a good cold salesperson. I can like walk up to someone and be like, hey, you have, have to you ever this. heard about yeah. yoga, that <laughs> yoga thing? Let me tell you. Yeah. You have a minute? Um, but I was just like, you know, it's there. It's there. And if people want to um, learn, it's there for them. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, they can block me. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did that for a while. Yeah, that's cool. And then, so um, as of recently, like your your practice has excelled, and you know, you're looking to you know have kind of more ventures and like creating a really cool community. And um, it's like you're, it's almost like your your practice is like stepping up into a different. Totally. You know. Well, my practice for a while was, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would just like follow you. Remember I told you, that's yeah, not seriously my life. I don't know what I'm doing. No, um, if, <laughs> if anyone thinks seriously, like anyone being honest with themselves, it's like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing either. Half yeah. the time, yeah. after 10 or just, no. but see, I try to just be goofy about it. <laughs> Some people think it's funny. Most people probably don't. <laughs> I mean, you just like have to. I know. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, where were we? Um, well, I, I think home just, practice. Yeah, I had home practice, and I wasn't sure what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I just it felt good, and I I loved it, and um, I saw like you know small progress along the way, and that's always motivating to see progress, right? Absolutely. Um, and then I you know wanted to teach eventually, and that's a whole other story. But like I I eventually wanted to teach, and that's when my practice like really excelled because mm-hmm. I truly learned yoga which you know as teachers you and I know that yoga is much more than just the postures yeah and you don't know that until you uh listen to your teacher (laughs) um like seriously listen to what they say yeah and uh when I learned that then my practice definitely like soared to Mm -hmm. new heights because um you know a lot of the motivation for the asana the physical practice comes from the other the other aspects of the yoga practice so it kind of keeps you on track yeah and I I would say like um the way that I got into yoga is kind of similar to yours. Yeah. Like I started as a student at Ventura College, um, and I just found myself always being that awkward lingerer after class, and would be like, "Okay, what can I talk to the teacher about now?" You know? Yeah. And she's like, "God, do you was it Sheila? <laughs> yes. Is it Sheila? I yes. took that class. Yeah, I she's loved awesome. her. Um, yeah, so she, I just would, right. I'd go literally and talk to her and ask her questions, and I was like, man, at that time, it, God, probably like 2006, I think, I was thinking, this is definitely for me, like just the mental aspect, the physical aspect, the knowledge, like there's so much to know and then how it just kind of, as you said, it's not just the physical asana side, you know, there's so much more to it. Um, but at that point, that was like the tip of the iceberg. Like yeah. I had no idea. Um, and then I took like a long, long break from it until I got back into a, a studio around here in Ventura and, and found like a new found passion because I had made like a I went through a really hard time in my life and was like, okay, these patterns of behavior, these patterns of thought were destroying me. And, um, you know, yoga was one of those things that it, like I found and it um, completely changed my life. And it gave me healthier, more effective tools to work with things that were going on in my life. And so it, ever since then, I latched onto it as a student for like a solid year and then became a teacher. And it's just, it's crazy. It's, and, you know, being a teacher, it's like your daily life is is what you share with the students because it's like when you're really walking the path and and what you're learning is you know transparent to what you're teaching it's hard because you're really having to do the work like every day <laughs> yeah you know because people depend on you and it's hard yeah you know it's it's is easy to recite from a book for sure um and it's really hard to actually share personal experience and i i have trouble with that still for sure you know oh, i yeah, can share like little things but yeah. then sometimes i'm like <laughs> I'm not ready to talk about that out loud. Yeah, you know, or, for sure. and it's it's definitely a challenge, and it challenges us mm-hmm. all the time. Oh, for sure. And that's one thing I think too. I I realize is sometimes when I go into a class, I'm like, God, I haven't even thought about like what's my theme. Mm-hmm. And for a while there, I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna go in, and I'm just gonna like I do like a little kind of prayer or mantra or whatever you want to say, um, and I just kind of like open myself up. And it's whether for a student or whether it's for me or for whatever that is, I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna just be open to whatever needs to be said, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was finding for a while there, like what I was saying, I almost like needed a recorder. Cause I was like, God damn, that's like what I need to learn. Like, how the hell did I just say that? You know? Yeah. Um, but it's just funny how, you know, when you step into that path and I know if people are like listening to the podcast, they're probably like, what the hell are they talking about? All this yoga stuff. It's starting <laughs> you know? to get weird over here already. Right. Like, five what? minutes in. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, it's, that's kind of, I think one of our goals with having a podcast is, 
is the simple fact that like in the Western culture, there's like a huge idea of what yoga is. It's like mm-hmm. the stretchy pants and yeah. I mean, those are comfortable to practice in. So there's a reason why. <laughs> live in, live in. Yeah, I know. There's a reason why I wear them, but <laughs> um, you know, it's like, I really want people just to see that yoga is just, it's everything. Like what the actual word means. Mm-hmm. Yoga, union, huge, right? <laughs> Yoke. Yoke. Did I say that wrong? I think <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, uh, <laughs> something like there's a couple. There's a couple of them. Thank God you're here, Sarah. Yeah. Don't quote me. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know. Me neither. We'll so look it up. That's maybe what should our podcast be. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but you know, so yoga is like union, right? So it's mm-hmm. like unifying with not only your body, um, your life, the community, yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's so <laughs> no, it's true, and I think that's like the. And I, I shouldn't say it like bothers me, but it it is frustrating because so many, and it's not their fault. I I was like this too. Um, yeah. Think that yoga is just like an exercise or mm-hmm. a fitness program or a way to get limber or stretch mm-hmm. or even beyond that get fit or you know, and mm-hmm. it is all those things, but that's just so surface layer I heard a quote once that made me just think of what you just said because it is true is that you know yoga is not about getting a tight ass it's about getting your head out of it exactly you know it's true you can I didn't say that someone else said it but I, I just stole that quote oh, bleep that out <laughs> yeah I know. no um, leave all the cuss words please yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only the cuss words okay I gotta be my true self <laughs> yeah it's I think you put it put mm-hmm. it right like just to let people know that there's more than just if there's one thing you can learn today, it's that uh, the asana <laughs> is just the physical postures. And, you know, when we refer to yoga as teachers, we're actually talking about more than just the physical postures. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that, that kind of, I think, leads to that misconception, too, is that in the Western culture, yoga has become one with just a pose. Mm-hmm. And it's really not technically, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. the poses are just the asana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, I think what, what's going to be awesome about this podcast is, you know, it's going to be, I mean, it is about health and wellness and just living the path of yoga, you know, because it encompasses so many different things, you know, like the health and wellness aspect, the physical, mental, spiritual, um, and whatever spirituality you have. And that's what I, I've also, you know, growing up in a very traditionally Christian family, it was, and I've always been kind of the black sheep in my family, you know, but um like when I really started getting into yoga, it wasn't welcomed. Like there's a lot of like, oh, well, that's like brainwashing stuff or like that's like a religion, you know, it's kind of beautiful. And I know with more, um, as we talk more down the road, we'll have more specific podcasts on certain topics and stuff like that, which this could be one, you know, um, but it's like, it's whatever you have, you literally, all you have to do is just show up and be on your mat and and experience whatever, you know, or not even be on your mat, just, depending on what you're working in on your body you know? yeah exactly just show up in the moment I mean the easiest way the reason why asana is so important mm-hmm. I think it's why it's so emphasized is because it's the easiest way to be in the moment yeah like your body is your first tool mm-hmm. essentially to be in the moment so if you can like get on your mat every day and practice getting in your body then you're practicing getting in the moment mm-hmm. once you become kind of skilled at being in your body then you may not need as much asana mm-hmm. you know you may kind of move on to other things but um practicing being in the moment uh kind of starts with asana because it's just the physical practice you're here you're literally here your body is sitting right here in this chair so it's the easiest way to like kind of get into the the here and the now yeah absolutely and so why do you like i mean because there's so many different things you can you know be passionate about but like why yoga is it because you've seen so much change in in your life i mean that that's probably what i would say too I think it's the only thing that that stays true. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is with other other ways of life, there's such like rigidity, you know, like you have to follow a set of things and um you know yoga is so individualized. Yoga to each person is different mm-hmm. and everybody lives a different life and there's no true path, right? There's no real way to live. Mm-hmm. And that's the other misconception is that people are like, oh, you're a yogi. That means you're like perfect. And peaceful. And peaceful. And never cuss. <laughs> exactly. Well, shit. Fuck. <laughs> I think we just blew that one out of the water. <laughs> maybe, okay, maybe do throw the beeps in. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but what I love about, actually, 
what I really, really love about Rolf Gates mm. um, and his books is that you may you feel like a normal person. Mm-hmm. And like it, it almost brings me to tears just thinking about it because there have been times reading his books and all you just you just want to feel like a normal person. Mm-hmm. And then especially as you become a teacher, the pressure builds mm-hmm. to be more like perfect, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you know, and people expect you to be perfect and peaceful and have all the answers and have the know how to do everything. And mm-hmm. um, Rolf Gates is really good at making you just feel like, damn, all right, that's normal. <sighs> like, like it just like takes the pressure off of you, yeah. you know, and you, he says, I can't remember exactly something about, um, you know, you're living the path. You go off the path. Mm-hmm. You return, you know. It's like you you live this life where um, you have a unilum, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I have a unilum. You do? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I knew this. <laughs> I mean, it's all connect. It's all bit yeah different than yours. Yeah. But um, the unilum is about you know kind of the ups and the downs and the turns and mm-hmm. the twists and the blah blah blah. And then eventually you know you get there. Mm-hmm. It's not a straight path. Mm-mm. And it's not like if you go off the path, you're kicked out yeah. or excommunicated. No. Um, yeah. It just makes you a normal person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, thank freaking God. Because I totally judged that person the other day. You know, it's like, yeah, it happens. It and absolutely I'm, does happen. And that's, I think you're talking about Roth Gates. Is like, yeah. um, when he did a workshop here in town not too long ago, um, he said something that was beautiful. He's like, oh, he was giving a scenario about like a woman and like, oh, how dare her, you know, try to get attention because she's human and she wants to feel accepted and loved or, you know, and yeah. it's like, he he brought up situations like cheating or, or lying or you know stuff like that that we would judge someone so harshly but it's like when you look at it it's like really boiling down to just human basic needs yeah you know or basic um i don't know like bad patterns or yeah. like you know things defense mechanisms that we've built because of life and um i don't know that's like one thing i think yoga is really allowed for me is just to really safely and knowing like I am just human and there's so many other people that are just like me that are on the path asking these same questions about myself, you know, and through like journeying through myself and, and trying to figure it out. It's like you, you begin to understand that everyone is like in some way going through the same thing. So then again, it strengthens that like connection that you yeah. have. That, yeah, that sense of that. And that's the best thing about yoga mm-hmm. is when you feel, you find that true sense of connection, Yeah, right? Is that oh good I'm not alone mm-hmm. because like being lonely and feeling alone is is ultimate suffering for anybody I mean I think just as a human race in general it doesn't even have to do with yoga or any mm-hmm. anything really just a basic human need like we need that connection mm-hmm. and when we see ourselves in other people then we can like just feel that connection we're like we may, may not be going through exactly what they're going through but like can be like Oh, I felt that way. Or like, oh, I can, I can understand how they are that way. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean like you forgive them or keep them a part of your life necessarily. But yeah. like, at least you can understand and kind of switch that. Like, I'm better than you, or totally. they, they're doing it wrong. They should be doing it this way or that way. It's just like, you know, yeah, that that sense of connection and yoga really emphasizes that yeah. we are all one. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. And. Um, and part of my story that I kind of left out, um, and I don't mind sharing it with people, and I think I've shared it with you, Sarah, like, um, is, you know, alcoholism is something that runs very prominent in my family, and it's something I grew up with, um, and, you know, I had, like, a couple years of drinking, and, and <laughs> that was what I would say was, like, my hard time, or, like, my downward spiral, um, and it's been such a beautiful thing for me, because when I first stopped drinking and made those different changes and shifts in my life, it's, like, for one, the people I thought were my friends really didn't know how to show up in another way. Um, so then I, that kind of shift happened. And so when I found yoga, it was like I found people that were in the same type of like direction as me. And not maybe not even like, they're, you know, most of my friends now are from like different parts of the world, you know, but they're yeah. like, we all came together through yoga. And that's what I, it just blows my mind is like you had, can have doctors, you have lawyers, you have like recovering alcoholics you have I mean you have the most amazing people of all different realms just coming together you know through yoga yeah total melting pot absolutely like it is the true definition of a melting pot yeah yeah but that's that I kind of am ADD so sorry (laughs) that should be my slogan of life I am ADD excuse me (laughs) just shiny (laughs) 
I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. And you're like, something shiny. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> Wait, what's that from? That's from like, um, oh. there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Let's call you Doug. Yeah. But I, I was trying to get to my point here is that um, like in when I first started in my recovery journey, um, before I came back to yoga, because after I had that long break, I was in the program of AA and I loved AA and I think it's an absolute reason why it exists. Um, but for me, um, I saw a lot of like, transparency from like my Christian upbringing, the Catholic influence from my dad's side of the family and like AA and then my natural drawn to Buddhism. Like I think the first book I ever bought for myself was the Dalai Lama's The Art of Happiness. Mm -hmm. And that's yep. when my family was like, who the hell is this child? Yeah. She's not ours. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like for me, it was like I could take all those things that I've learned and incorporate it into yoga. And it's like it was it was just beautifully stated through through yoga, you know, like the yoga sutras and then like Rolf Gates book and how he just kind of sums up all the eight limbs of yoga and, and everything. It's, I know people are probably like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Write down eight limbs. We'll do that on podcast. Yes. There'll be eight different podcasts. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be great. Yeah. Got it. Wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and the thing is you, you start and you read all these yoga books Yeah. and then you kind of start to branch out and you just start reading just books in general right mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be like yoga books and you start seeing the pattern For and sure. that is what I think I love most about <laughs> yoga is that it's not like yoga is this separate thing yeah. and it is separate from all other kind of ideas concepts you read other things especially like psychology mm -hmm. if you're like like I love psychology yeah so you read like self-help books or um, mm -hmm. learn about psychology and you're like hey that's like that niyama in yoga or like that's like that limb in yoga that's you know it's all like the same or like you start to see you start to notice the um, similarities between and then it goes even beyond that you start to notice the similarities between like all religions mm -hmm. which is beautiful too and absolutely you're, you're like hey that's like the same thing like this christian thing and this muslim thing like why don't they know they're talking about the same thing <laughs> you know and then you're like why is there not world peace you know I, exactly right so, but, the, <laughs> but it's, I ask that question like almost every day. Yeah. I mean, I, there are reasons. Yeah. Separate podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wrote it down. But, um, it, the thing is it, it always is true. Mm -hmm. Yoga is always true. And it's like, it doesn't matter what you're talking about. It all, it all relates and it's all similar. And mm -hmm. it's never like, oh man, well that conflicts with yoga, you know, it's, it's always like, well, yeah, that sounds just like yoga. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why I stay, you know, that's why I For stay sure. in yoga. And that's why I think people fall off the yoga bandwagon is because they're so um, focused on just the physical postures. Yeah. And we're so much more than our bodies, mm -hmm. right? And so if we're just focused on getting our bodies in shape or doing splits or a handstand, like we're eventually going to be like, what's over here mm -hmm. you know squirrel yeah squirrel crossfit <laughs> shiny. whatever but when you start learning about the philosophy of it mm -hmm. you can't get off that train because there's nowhere else to go for sure you see something else and you're like well that's just like yoga you're still on the train no matter where you go yeah so that's why i think um once you get it you like get it absolutely and it's true when you're just talking it made me think of you know so many times practicing and that's one thing I've loved so much is like you're working through the physical body and emotions will start popping up or these trains of thoughts that are patterns that you notice about yourself and it, you start really it's holding up a mirror to yourself and I and I think that's why a lot of people don't like yoga because it forces you to do work on yourself and whether you're on the path of you know trying to better yourself or not or sometimes life has a way of just tossing you into mm -hmm. growing and maturing yeah. and changing patterns um, hopefully it never gets to a point where it's like really bad you know but unfortunately everyone has their own path um, but it's like, you know, that's some of the hardest work is to to look at yourself, to admit when you're wrong, mm -hmm. um, to change courses of actions or to even say sorry for like, hey, I used to be this way and that I didn't even like that about myself. Yeah. But I am going to make an effort to, to try and be better for yourself. You know, it's not saying you have to. I mean, that's like what you brought up earlier, like yoga teachers aren't perfect. And do we cuss? And like, do we not still get angry? Do we still not judge? And, you know, I went through a phase even with teaching where I was like, I don't feel like teaching. Yeah. And then I had to really look at myself and be like, why is that feeling arising? And it's 
because I wasn't wanting to work on my shit. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so it's like, it's a, a life that keeps you honest. That's for sure. Yeah. Not to your, not just to yourself, but like other people, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's a lot of work. It is. And it's tight. Ty- you know, it's yeah. exhausting. It's exhausting, but rewarding, mm-hmm. you know, it always ends up worth it. Yeah. I mean, recently, you know, I've been going through, I've had a really like crazy year Yeah. and it's been lots of lots of like life changes mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. um and I, th- I talk to people about it and I talk to some of my mentors about it and because I'm I'm a really like steady routine person I like routine I like steadiness consistency <laughs> like usually when I when I work somewhere I work there for a long time yeah you know like yeah. I, I'm when I date I date for a long time mm-hmm. it's like I'm a very steady consistent person and this past year has just been crazy like jobs and moves and I got married and like it's just like all kinds of like upheavals in my life and my natural reaction is like like upset right Mm -hmm. because I'm like oh I don't like this I don't Mm -hmm. like this at all what the fuck slow down uncomfortable yeah Yeah, I'm like pushed to be uncomfortable and um I have some mentors in my life who are like well Mm. what do you think life is trying to tell you (laughs) you know (laughs) or like what what are you needing to learn Mm -hmm. from this because if it goes away and it keeps coming back over and over like I'm not learning so maybe like I need to learn how to be more flexible and go with the flow and and stop seeing things as such a um permanent yeah like oh this is changing now I'm now I'm all messed up yeah you know it's like well things are changing and that's okay yeah and just like being okay with the change and being and so yeah just to go back to what you said um, life is always giving you those opportunities to look at yourself and grow and learn. And when we ignore them, they keep happening. Mm-hmm. Right. And then sometimes you just reach the point because I know I had reached a point and then I just, I knew there was something that needed to change. There was like a disconnect in my life of how I thought I should be living and what I was actually doing. And then that just fed this just bad cycle. And I just didn't know what to do. Yeah. You know, and it just reached a point where it's like, I can't do this anymore. So then, you know, that's when I changed into like a life of recovery or, you know, sobriety. Um, And I know that's something that's common for a lot of Mm -hmm. people. And I know a lot of people, you know, that have turned to yoga as, as, you know, a way to maintain that like practice of, of, you know, whatever it is, but it's not just, I'm not trying to just say like AA and, you know, recovery and stuff because everyone comes there for something for some reason you know and we stay for yeah you know but we stay but again like it's okay to fall off yeah and I think that that's where a lot of people struggle too is Mm -hmm. that um you know they're on the path and they fall off the path and they like beat themselves up over it for sure or they're like I'm not worthy or this must not be working Mm -hmm. and you just have to like go easy on yourself and know that you you're off the path Mm -hmm. and that you'll return for sure and again say go back to Rolf he says that that whole process is yoga. Mm-hmm. So the whole process of the, the the going off, the coming back, the going off, the coming back. You stray, and then you kind of get back on the path for a yeah. while, and then you like kind of fall off the wagon. You you fuck up. You fall back into <laughs> drinking or be- old yeah. behavior habits, and then you come back. And that returning, that returning over and over, is yoga. Mm-hmm. So like the returning to the mat is kind of how he like makes mm-hmm. the analogy. You return to your mat. Totally. You know, and that is, that's yoga. Mm -hmm. Doing yoga isn't, um, you know, pressing up into a handstand. Mm -mm. It's not. Yeah. Pressing up into a handstand is pressing up into a handstand. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's all it is. Yeah. You know, but yoga is, that is so much more than that. Mm -hmm. For sure. And that, when you were talking, it reminded me of, um, I think her name's Heather Gilbert, the one who did Eat, Pray, Love. Is mm-hmm. that her name? She uh, was Elizabeth. Elizabeth Gilbert. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. Who's Heather Gilbert? I don't know. <laughs> Heather Gilbert. Are you there? Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, but she was doing like a TED Talks or just a talk yeah. um, where she was talking about um, how she first got popular with her book, Eat, Pray, Love. And she was telling everyone, let's find that one thing you're, you're really passionate about um, and pursue that. You know, once you find that thing, you've got your path and you're good to go. And then she's like, but then she had this talk in Australia and a woman commented on Facebook after the talk saying like, I feel horrible. I feel like I don't know what my life purpose is. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, you know, and so she read this message. She's like, oh my God, I've been doing this all wrong. She's like, I have been telling people 
like the wrong thing and i'll get to my point in a little bit but <laughs> she was um saying like okay well what's going on here you know and she was thinking of someone in her life that yeah. has been someone um she's always gone to for advice um career wise personal romantic like whatever it's just that person that friend that she's gone to that can always be there for her and who will offer her just these brilliant nuggets of wisdom right and so she's like shit i've been doing this wrong so she kind of has redone this talk and she's talking now saying like you know there's people that have that way of being like the one purpose and then there's people that just kind of can you know venture out into different jobs and they're doing something differently all the time and mm -hmm. she's like i just left that a whole group of people and yeah. she was like so my best friend who she was talking to has been in and out of recovery has you know been like a financial person tax person who's done like real estate who's done like a waitress like she's done anything and everything um i may have gotten those jobs wrong but you get the point and so yeah. she's like you know i think yogis who are really living the path are are like that or like people who have you know succeeded and failed and worked and stood tall and crumbled to their knees like it's literally you know not just one way of like mm -hmm. oh you're enlightened you again going back to that whole stigma of of you must have it all figured out <laughs> and it's really more of the opposite yeah. it's just i think a, a more so of a showing up of being like okay let's do this yeah you know like it's, a relentless never giving up it's true and i think um you know we had a meeting um and uh, i think oh you, you weren't at the meeting mm -hmm. but we were talking about um you know what does yoga mean to you mm -hmm. and you know it's hard it's really hard sometimes and sometimes you're just like can i just go back <laughs> To not knowing anything i know <laughs> you know like it's there have been true. so many times on my path where i'm like i know too much mm -hmm. you know like i just want to go back for one second to the days when i thought everything was about like money and looking cool mm -hmm. you know and because mm -hmm. sometimes that's just easier it's yeah. the easier it's definitely like the easier like path. ignorance is bliss totally you know you're looking at me like you weren't sure if that was <laughs> well, the right I, I, like, <laughs> <"Why> don't <laughs> I don't know you're all, is that right ignorance is that right is that how that goes <laughs> but it's true like sometimes i'm just like man yeah you're like blissfully unaware mm -hmm. in another but you become a teacher and it's so beautiful and challenging at the same time it's like sweet and savory mm -hmm. you know and someone someone just recently asked me like because they're about to start their path on their teaching journey. And, um, and she was like, you know, what's it like? Or like, what, sh what should I expect? And I just was like <laughs> straight up honest. And I was like, it is fucking hard. It's really hard. <laughs> it is really hard. Yeah. And like, I think she wanted me to be like, oh my God, it's going to be so amazing. Yeah. You're going to be perfect. And you're going to like pray every day and like <laughs> meditate. And you're just going like, to turn into like this enlightened being overnight. Just get ready, girl. Yep. I just was like. <laughs> maybe it wasn't even the best day for her to ask me I, I just was like <laughs> it is hard I it know. is hard and it, sometimes it is really really tiring mm -hmm. totally I gotta check in with her and make sure <laughs> I didn't like deter her from the past no should. she's good she's good we're friends um, yeah. no, she, but it was an honest answer you for know? sure like you get blown wide open and sometimes you're not even ready for it and mm -hmm. you're like hold on mm -hmm. you know absolutely and that's I think I've been asked that question too as, as far as teaching because a lot of people think it must come easy for me I think because of, of like my background in radio and, and stuff um, in acting like a group acting but see that's the thing is I got so good at acting that that even kind of transferred into my life and then I was like oh crap that doesn't work <laughs> you know yeah. so it's been like a beautiful shift of that too but um, like I honestly say the same thing about teaching yoga it's been the hardest thing i've ever done and if anything has made me better at radio or better at you know if i were to pursue acting again it would be teaching yoga and being a student of yoga because mm -hmm. for me like and i'm sure you probably agree is like being a teacher of yoga is being like the forever dedicated student <laughs> you yeah. know um and i even feel weird sometimes still like calling myself a teacher because i'm like oh, fuck, i'm still learning yeah i don't <laughs> like, know what it, i don't know I'm, what i'm doing <laughs> hashtag i don't know what i'm doing yeah exactly <laughs> it's like you know and it's a humbling place because it's like i think you can run into issues of you know there's things that you can know and you can share but it's from a place of, of, of a wisdom of maybe having been there and done that. And so you can speak your yeah. truth, but it's not like a, this is how it is, you know, not like an ego based. I know how everything works, you know? Yeah. And I think that that is why, um, I, 
honestly, like the feedback that I get from the students come from the times when I just am straight up like, uh, you know, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, yeah. like the classes that I teach, I'll like teach some classes sometimes and just be like, oh man, you know, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how that went. People yeah. were like, that was so pro I swear, I was teaching a class last week. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just kind of like shuffling my way through it. I'm teaching at a new studio now. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to like get, and I didn't feel like it was like my best class ever. I yeah. didn't even have a theme. Mm -hmm. um, I was just trying to get my bearings mm -hmm. in that studio. And after class, you know, this woman just starts crying. She's like, that was so intense and like so... I don't know why I'm crying. I just going through a lot and like, I, I haven't cried yet. And I was like, and it just kind of takes you by surprise sometimes mm -hmm. because sometimes you just, when you're just there being yourself, um, that's what the students want mm -hmm. as opposed to like, here I am with this whole presentation and totally. like all these quotes and mm -hmm. the whole sequence. And let me tell you about this limb and yeah. teach you all these things. Then people are like, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. But well, it's like, it's kind of like a give and take thing, right? It's like you show up in your authenticity. Yeah. You absolutely give permission to the rest of the group in that room, in that space to be authentic and, and that's vulnerable. Really for sure, that just gave me goosebumps. You can't see it, but I have goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, absolutely. The vulnerability. I mean, and if I think about it, I was vulnerable in that class because I, I hadn't taught there before. Mm -hmm. um, you know, new class, new students. Mm -hmm. I, and it was a, a different class, so it was a, kind of a new sequence mm -hmm. that I was kind of working on. And I was pretty vulnerable. Yeah. Again, like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, and people like that. Yeah. People just want to connect. They don't necessarily yes. want to show up and be like, go through this whole like college class. Mm -hmm. You know, they just want to like show up and like connect with someone. For sure. And when it can be the teacher, that's like really special. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that just goes back to like the basic human need of why I think yoga has been around for, I don't know, since the beginning of time, essentially. It's like the, ne the necessity and the need to feel connected. You know, and we're to all yourself, in this together. to yeah. people, the community, you know. Yeah. Well, it starts with yourself. For sure. Right. And I think that's why it gets so emotional for people is because you can't connect to someone else without connecting to yourself first. Mm -hmm. And we walk around so disconnected from ourselves that when we do become connected, even if it's for like an instant, it's like overwhelming Absolutely. for a lot of people. For sure. And you can't even describe it. You're like, I don't know what's happening. I know. I know. I know. I know. There's so many times I've cried in a yoga class. I'm like, just thank God I'm sweating so much. Yeah, totally. That's why we go to high yoga. Yeah, exactly. And we can see the tears. I know. Yeah. Oh, but that's like another thing too. I think like within our society, it's very much, I mean, it's not very talked about to connect with yourself. We're not taught in school to no. be like, oh, you feel these certain feelings, emotions. What is this telling me about myself? What do I need to like learn it here in this situation? Or like, you know, how can I step back and observe the situation rather than just automatically react? You know, we're learning about like history. Not that that's bad. I mean, history is great, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. things that yeah, maybe yeah. aren't as, um, like useful practical. in your life. Yeah. It's yeah. practical. It's, it's like a, a class on compassion or a class on breathing. Damn, people don't no, breathe. No one breathes. No one breathes. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, in breathing, again, is, is that toolbox. Mm -hmm. It's like the, the tool within the tool. Like your body is the tool. Well, you start with the breath, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know no, one, no one's taught that. I don't know. Yeah. In school nowadays? No? Nothing? No. Dang. I know. It's changed. We're going to have to get some yoga in the schools, I think. Yeah. More so. I think there are programs, which is then that's what's awesome is we're seeing, you know, yoga being shared in communities. Like, I don't know if I'm sure you've heard, but um, yoga being brought to prisons. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it was wonderful. I almost went to that teacher training. Really? Yeah, I really wanted to go, but um, I couldn't, you know, another thing I've learned in my life is to like not force mm -hmm. certain things. And it's like sometimes I like want things really bad and then. I just like let them if it's meant to happen mm -hmm. it'll happen mm -hmm. but it's a really interesting program mm -hmm. that that prison it's called, called prison yoga project yeah mm -hmm. yeah 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 it's really really awesome i think it's beautiful because yeah. for a lot of people that are in those situations they turn you know to religion and which is great and yeah. perfect mm -hmm. but giving them even more options and opportunities is just so wonderful mm -hmm. it's really inspiring yeah well it reminds me of the book I don't know if you guys read it in teacher training but when I went through teacher training we read a book called how yoga works mm -hmm. yeah 
and it's essentially like a young girl who's a yoga teacher teaches her students and through doing so she turns her imprisonment literally into like a heaven like, like to freedom her home her home exactly yeah and there's a quote in there that says what uh okay we're gonna have to like bring it in <laughs> i know we're totally it, to. she says like she turns she turns it around so like she turns the inside of the prison into the outside yeah or something like mm-hmm, that right mm-hmm. so like on our next podcast we'll have the quote yeah exactly well and it's kind of like the whole mentality too it's it's like you can run from situations you can search for something external but if you're not willing to just sit within yourself and figure out what's going on it's nothing's really ever going to change you know Mm -hmm. and i think that's why it's just a a cool thing when you do find yourself on the path of yoga or like you you know because i think there's a lot of stigma that exists with people like i'm not flexible so i can't do yoga or you know i don't like doing stretching i don't like that kind of shit or you're just straight up scared because you're like damn i don't know what the hell i'm doing like there's all these really hot like fit people in there and i'm not you know it's like all these things we tell ourselves, but then for me, I'm always like, well, then that's the reason why you need to be in there. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like that's, yeah. that's I know, it drives it. me nuts when, and I know people are just complimenting, um, but everyone's like, you're so good at yoga. And it's like, that is not even a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to like, be like, dude, there's no such thing. Stop. No. You know, like um, yeah. when people say that, you're. I have a friend that always says, um, She'll like, introduce me to people and she would, she's just such a natural at yoga. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. You know, like I, I get what she's saying. And it's a total compliment and I'm flattered, but that it's not, that is not a real thing mm-hmm. in yoga. Once you learn about yoga, like you can't be good at yoga. Mm-hmm. And when people, or they'll come to class and they'll be like, this is my first class. I just want to let you know I'm not good. Exactly. And it's like, I don't know. That does not exist. I know. You're going to have to let it that doesn't. go. It totally doesn't. But you know it's kind of cool because with social media instagram i mean we see the accounts where it's just really pretty skinny people in very (laughs) flexible poses it's like not approachable to you know middle-aged people who have back surgeries and they're like i'm coming to yoga (laughs) for completely different reasons you know so and that again goes back to one of the basic things about yoga is it's connecting of everyone and everything like whoever you are and whoever you are listening you know yoga can be for you yeah i just say give it a shot and try it you know if you can breathe Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you can breathe and you have a body (laughs) you're good at yoga you you know it's true that should be a shirt too dang sarah you're on fire today with these write that down (laughs) i'm gonna write it down right now (laughs) what'd you say (laughs) yeah wait what'd you say if you you can breathe roll it roll back the tape (laughs) if you can breathe and you have a body you're good at yoga you're good at yoga it's true I know a lot of people that um, are super flexible mm-hmm. and s- super thin, and that doesn't mean that they're doing yoga mm-hmm. just because they're doing a posture. Um, you know, and I think it's beautiful to look at. No knocks against like the Instagram accounts with the oh yeah. beautiful postures. Absolutely, I know. I, um, know. I just kind of sound like a mean person. No, 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 no. Because I love them and I do little stupid videos too. So. Yeah, we See, both I just do. do it again. Stupid videos. I not. No. They're not stupid. They're great. Okay. <laughs> just knocking everyone, Casey. Jesus. <laughs> no, it's just um, you know, the, you have to look at them from a diff- different perspective. Yeah. When you see the the videos and the um photos of people doing yoga quote unquote posting postures like you have to look at it just more of like as a form of art. Mm-hmm. That person probably I guarantee you so many of these like insta famous yogis don't ever do asana practice they know nothing about um the philosophy and that's okay mm-hmm. that's okay it is it just is what it is i just hope i just don't want people to think that that is yoga mm-hmm. the person doing um you know some crazy posture turning themselves into a pretzel <laughs> that's not necessarily yoga it's a beautiful posture and they look great and the mm-hmm. photo's great and cute clothes and all that but that doesn't mean that that is yoga yeah yeah, and that's um, I think we have about fifteen minutes left. Um, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Remember you were like, "Can we talk for an hour?" And You're I'm like, like uh. "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> no. <Duh>. Oops. <laughs> um, but I think this is gonna be cool because I I do think there's a need for you know a place where real people can come and talk about what yoga is and just shed light on the aspects that maybe aren't 
being talked about mainstream as far as yoga goes and this will be a platform for that and then also just incorporating like the whole aspect of health and wellness you know the balance between the mind the body the soul you know and and um you know bringing in people that between you and i being from this beautiful town of ventura um that we've had the pleasure of meeting and having on here um we look forward to having him on here you know to talk yeah and there's so many inspirations in the community right now mm-hmm. and my sister was over this morning for breakfast and we were actually were kind of talking about it with my family how yeah. we have this new kind of generation of these like young leaders in mm-hmm. our community like this crop right mm-hmm. of like this 30 something um leaders in the community all opening businesses and running businesses and and i think it's really beautiful mm-hmm. and it would be you know great to have people from the community come on having nothing to do with quote unquote yoga mm-hmm. right and learning from them because people don't even know sometimes that some of the things that they say or they do or they, the way they act like they're already doing yoga yep and i think that actually about my husband a lot mm-hmm. that, like my husband doesn't go um to yoga he doesn't take yoga class he's no. come to yoga like twice really yeah oh was that because you forced him <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was like an event oh um, that's cute <laughs> and he doesn't like necessarily know anything about mm-hmm. the philosophy or i don't share with him or i'm sure he reads my instagram now he's like whatever yeah but i find myself sometimes just like blown away i'm like whoa like that perspective is totally like the the right the, the good person like it's like sometimes i always think like jesse's already doing yoga hmm. like jesse's been doing yoga this whole time yeah you know like girl damn yeah i'm like <laughs> where, where have i been <laughs> you don't know you know like and <laughs> yeah like you just start to see that in people it's like totally. or they'll explain their perspective and you're and they've never done a single yoga class in their life and they'll like explain something to you and you're like whoa like that is so profound mm-hmm. and then you have other person over here that does yoga every single day goes to class reads reads all these books quotes that doesn't seem to fit the model right mm-hmm. and there's still kind of bad behavior patterns mm-hmm. whereas the person over here who's never read a yoga book in their life like mm-hmm. just says it all yeah they're just like born with it exactly it's, it's amazing yeah so everyone that we have on here doesn't necessarily have to be like a yoga teacher or student mm-hmm. just um people from the community that we admire mm-hmm. and um you know, really good role models and idols yeah. and such. And just people who just, you know, live what they talk and talk yeah. what they live. Was that right? <laughs> this quote thing, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I, get, I get the point. I think you get the point. Yeah, yeah. that's all that matters. Um, but yeah, just like people who are just awesome and yeah. your intentions are good. And I think the community of Ventura is a cool place. I've always loved Ventura. I mean, I know you moved away. I've, I've never moved away, so I kind of feel like I'm maybe in a bubble. But I have traveled the world a bit, and it's still yeah. beautiful to come back here and call this a home. Because there's a lot of beautiful people that settle here that are are well experienced, like world class musicians, entertainment. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, you have all across the board people that come here to live because it is a special place. Um, and I think it's really cool that you know we can come together and, and do something like this and and be a part of that movement of being young leaders in our community Sarah you are you know like you are um, like I've looked up to you and I've told you this before but when you did your Instagram and like you were you know working hard to put yourself through teacher training Mm -hmm. it's like it was really inspiring like a lot of people will talk and will rarely follow through with action but it's like you just did it and you did it and you did it well you know it's just the intention you know and it's not like I um I mean I worked hard mm-hmm. but I didn't like force it for sure you know I just like I, you put it out there you put the intention out there and you just show up yep I mean that's it like I I just I was like look uh this is what I'm doing if anyone wants to go <laughs> I'll be there <laughs> again like yeah. I don't know what I'm doing but if you want to go fine yeah. I'll do my best and that's what we're all doing yeah. though right yeah. I mean even yeah. when you have probably been like a yogi for your entire life there's still going to be some type of I don't know <laughs> you Always. know it's like I do love this quote and I know this quote and it's by Socrates or Aristotle shit <laughs> no, you don't know this, so you don't know this quote <laughs> I know right but it's like the more you know the more you don't know yeah I know that it's, quote <laughs> that is so true but it's you know it's yeah. like the more that you know the more you understand that it's like there's so much to know mm-hmm. and there's always that room for the change and shift or 
you know, everything's impermanent, but there is a sense of like groundedness that you can keep where it's like you're kind to people and you're loving and you feel that connectedness, like that always stays true, you know? And the, con- the connectedness is key. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing more important than my in my life than the, the people in it. Mm-hmm. And when I like don't know what's going on or I don't know how to approach something or, or I mess up or like I'm in a deep hole, like nothing is better than my friends, mm-hmm. right? Or just like talking to somebody yes. and connecting, having someone be like, I understand. Mm-hmm. Or, like I've been there. Yeah. Having someone just like say like, oh my God, I've been there is like so relieving. <laughs> I'm not alone. Uh, exactly. You know, and, and not feeling alone. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, what community is all about. Is For sure. We're, we don't feel alone. And we're here together to support and, um, you know, help and lift each other up and support one another. Mm-hmm. And the, I think that is why people love Ventura so much is because it is such a community. And I love the fact that both you and I were born and raised here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think not that that is essential to a community, mm-hmm. but... You know, it, it's nice. Mm-hmm. You know, it brings me a lot of, like, joy. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, like, having gone to high school with you, and I've never really um, got the opportunity to know you, mm-hmm. you know, well until we our paths have crossed, you know, in the most recent year. But it's it's been awesome, you know, and, and it's, I don't know, it's going to be a, a neat thing, I think, what we are creating. Um, just being real, showing up and talking about things that hopefully inspire people um, to feel connected or to maybe try yoga, maybe, Mm -hmm. or just not, and just enjoy the talks about life and scenarios and new ideas or- And asking questions. Yes. And I think this goes back to me not ever knowing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) People are like, how did you know to do that? I'm like, I I just asked. Yeah. Just ask, you just ask questions. Mm -hmm. Um, That is like my, one of my biggest things in life is like, if you don't know, just ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like people can ask questions and we may not have like the perfect answers, but like yeah. we can at least talk about it, mm-hmm. you know, or bring someone on that might know more. Actually, absolutely. Well, I am excited to work with you, Sarah, in whatever capacity and teach alongside you, hopefully too, um, or for you or whatever. <laughs> work for work for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, as you crack the whip. Yeah. <laughs> No. No. <laughs> that is not yoga. That is not yoga. I will not be cracking the whip. Okay, unless good. you mess up. <laughs> Sweet. Um, but yeah, I think this is going to be really cool. And um, I, it's awesome. Thank cool. You. Thank you for being here today. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. Get it. Yep. <laughs> A space for you, me, and, and everyone. everyone. Welcome to the collective space. Welcome to the collective space.